This is the second episode in my Secrets of a Profitable Podcast Manager series. In this episode, we're covering secret number two, taking a leadership role with your clients. You get to choose how you work with the clients, and the more you take the reins for the podcasting process, the more your clients will trust, value, and pay you. Keep listening to learn how to set the tone early on in your communication with potential clients and how to maintain a solid dynamic throughout the client relationship. Hi, I'm Sharon Nissen, a coach for podcast managers and the founder of Podcast Magic, a course and certification program for smart, creative folks who want to become expert podcast managers. I'm determined to set a new standard for freelance podcast managers by sharing a fresh approach to podcasting that puts you in the driver's seat of your business. On the Not Your Basic Podcast Manager podcast, you'll get short and sweet episodes to help you learn new skills and strategies for producing, marketing, and managing podcasts for clients. Whether you're just getting started on your work from home journey as a freelancer, or you're a virtual assistant ready to niche to podcast management, you're in the right place. After five years of managing podcasts, hosting my own podcast, and coaching podcast managers, I kind of know my stuff. And let's talk about you. You, my friend, are anything but basic. So why settle for being just another basic podcast manager? Grab a cup of coffee, something to take notes with, and let's dive in to this episode of Not Your Basic Podcast Manager. Hello, hello. I'm so excited for this episode. If you're coming into the podcasting world from being a general virtual assistant, you might have gotten used to a dynamic with client that feels almost like an employer-employee situation. This can be frustrating because so many of us started as freelancers to get away from that dynamic. What I've learned is that podcast managers are more profitable and happier in their work when they step into a real leadership role with their clients. The dynamic shouldn't feel like an employee relationship. It should feel like a collaboration between equals with you being the one guiding the process. Ready to take charge? Let's dive into the simple steps you can take to feel empowered in your client relationships. Step one, pre-qualify clients before the discovery call. By pre-qualify, I mean asking simple questions to make sure that the client is a good fit before they get on a discovery call with you. Sales calls take a lot of time and energy, and we want to clear any major red flags before we jump on Zoom so that we don't burn ourselves out. There are a couple of ways to pre-qualify clients. One way starts before they ever get on your website or even think about booking a discovery call with you. I'm talking about your branding, marketing, and messaging. It's important that you come across as an expert on podcast management or whatever specific secret sauce you're focusing on. It needs to come through that you have the skills and you are able to completely take potential clients through the process. You should be setting the expectation that you're not a virtual assistant that they'll be assigning tasks to. You already know the tasks. You are well-versed in the whole process. They just have to record and let you work your magic. 
this change in the way you present yourself on social media, your website, or wherever you're interacting with potential clients will change the quality of inquiries that you will get for discovery calls and will also impact the level of investment that the client expects to make in your services. The second place you can pre-qualify clients is in your scheduling form or inquiry form before potential clients book a discovery call. You want to know before they get on a call with you that they're ready to invest. They should know about how much it's going to cost to work with you and feel ready to pay that. You should also get a sense of where they are in the process of launching or managing their podcasts. Are they clear on the concept for the podcast? Do they have a strategy around it? Do they know who their audience is? Getting a sense of how clear or not the potential client is about the foundational pieces of the podcast will help you make sure you're the right service provider for them. I believe the pre-qualification process is so important to building an, an aligned business that I included a questionnaire template inside of Podcast Magic, my podcast management course, so that my students can easily vet their potential clients. Step two, take the lead on the discovery call. Let's remember a discovery call is not a job interview. You don't want the call to devolve into some price negotiation or interrogation, which are things that can happen if you're not taking the lead on the call. Having an outline to support you on the discovery call will help that process go smoothly to ensure that you're not being steamrolled or pushed. It's really about you leading the potential clients through that conversation from a really grounded and confident place. And the reason it's so important to do that on the discovery call is because it's going to set the tone for the entire client relationship. If there is a kind of imbalance of power on that initial discovery call, that imbalance is going to continue to show itself throughout your working relationship with your client, which is definitely not ideal. It's going to take you back to that same place that you want to get away from, which is more of an employee than than a co-collaborator or high-end service provider. The biggest question I get from new podcast managers is how the heck do I package up and price my services? Allow me to demystify the whole process for you. In my free pricing guide, I'm sharing three sample service packages for podcast managers so you can get real life examples for creating packages so that you can get out of hourly pricing for good. These come straight out of my podcast magic course, so you know they're legit. Grab the free pricing guide and other free resources for your business at SharonNisson.com slash shop. That's SharonNisson.com slash shop. Step three, front load the working relationship by having your client complete pre-work. I think a lot of service providers and podcast managers don't realize the value of pre-work. A lot of service providers are scared to give their clients too much work because they feel like they're bothering them or they're being a burden. But again, we need to be stepping up as a leader because we want to provide the best possible service to our clients. And if we want to deliver great results for our clients, it's up to us to get the information that we need from them and to start the relationship off from a really clear place. Make sure you're getting 
everything you need from your client before work ever begins, including their branding information, their goals, their other team members and their roles on the the team, their promotional schedule and what elements they want to include into their podcasting strategy. This will help you start off strong with your work and it will also help you determine the scope of the work and how much to price the project. The pre-work questionnaire is another one of those important documents I include in Podcast Magic so that my students are always building a strong foundation with new clients. Step four, use the kickoff call to determine a scope of work and solidify the dynamic. The kickoff call is something that happens after your client has hired you. We can think of the discovery call more as a sales call where the kickoff call gets much more into the nitty gritty of the work you'll be doing for your clients. That's where you're determining what am I going to be completing for this client? What is their role going to look like? What is going to be the best workflow and schedule for us to keep things running smoothly? And of course, How am I making sure that they know that I'm in control here? And not that you're in control in a controlling way, but that you're in control enough so that they can feel comfortable to sit back and let you do your thing. I mean, how many of us have had clients that micromanage us or send us random things or don't seem to quite trust that you're going to deliver what you promised? Having a kickoff call where you determine the scope of work and show them, hey, I got this, is going to cut down on any of that nitpicking or mistrust that could go on in the client relationship. Again, of course, I show my podcast magic students how to do this. We use a Trello board and an intake form. It's a golden combination that makes our podcast magic grads feel so confident in that tender early stage of the client relationship. All right, so step five, maintain strong communication and take accountability for keeping the podcast on track. If you're going to be an awesome podcast manager beyond just the basic podcast VA, you're not going to be sitting around waiting for clients to tell you what to do. You're going to know what to do and you're going to be able to keep them accountable for what they need to do to keep the podcast on track. That's a key difference between the basic podcast VA and the more high paid podcast pros. When I think back to working with my very first podcast management client, the reason that it wasn't as profitable as it could be and the reason that it didn't feel as good as I wanted it to is because I hadn't created any systems. I didn't feel confident taking the lead on things or keeping my client accountable to getting me the things that I needed. It felt messy. I didn't feel in control. And it wasn't until I had my first client that came to me as a referral that I was really able to see how if I could start the process from the beginning, I could be so much more intentional about establishing that leadership dynamic. That referral was coming to me because I was an expert. So I felt confident in taking the lead because I knew at that point I had the systems to back me up and I I knew what I was going to be doing for them. So that's when I really stepped forward as a, as a leader. It wasn't until then that I felt comfortable charging what I deserved for the work that I was doing because that leadership and that confidence piece is really what makes it possible for you to charge a lot more. 
when you're still taking a passive role with your clients, they're not going to be as excited to pay you higher rates because they're going to feel that emotional burden of having to drive the relationship, assign you tasks, tell you what to do. That's why I want you to get in the driver's seat by keeping your client on task with what you need from them, reminding them of deadlines, setting clear expectations of what they can expect from you. Have you ever felt frustrated because a client wasn't giving you what you needed to get the work done, so you were left waiting for them? Well, here's some tough love. That's on you. As a leader, you need to be able to clearly communicate those expectations. And the good news is that if you can get that dynamic right, you're never going to feel the resentment and frustration that you might have felt when you were taking a more passive approach. If you want to truly elevate your business to the next level and start earning more, you're going to have to push yourself outside of your comfort zone. But I promise you it's worth it. Having clear boundaries and open channels of communication with your clients will transform the way you feel about your business. I want to invite you to think about the ways you haven't been taking a leadership role with your clients. What systems could you implement or boundaries could you set to move that relationship in a more positive direction? I hope this episode inspired you to step up as the amazing leader you are. Stay tuned for the next episode where we'll be breaking down secret number three, intentional content creation. This is a topic I'm super passionate about, so make sure to check it out. Thanks so much for tuning into Not Your Basic Podcast Manager. I'm so happy to have you as part of our movement to create a new standard for freelance podcast managers. We are raising the bar together. If you're loving the podcast, there's two easy ways that you can support me today. Option one, take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your Instagram stories to encourage others to listen. Make sure to tag me at the Sharon Nissen. Or option two, hop into the Apple podcast app or the iTunes app on desktop and leave me a rating and review. I love creating this free content for you and your support will help me to reach more folks with the podcast. Until next time, happy podcasting.